0: Go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hey there. In this video, I'm going to be walking through five of the type traits and psychological behaviors that I've seen from some of the greatest leaders in the world, but also the greatest leaders I've been exposed to and I've personally worked with, and five of the core principles that each of them operates with. Now, this is extremely important because as someone that's watching this, you're probably an aspiring eight nine or 10 figure entrepreneur and, you know, success leaves clues. These are five and 10 massive clues. So let's dive in. Let's start with the traits. Now, the first one I had down was vision. I do not think you will find an extraordinary entrepreneur and leader that does not have an outstanding vision. Walt Disney was known for on a piece of paper, literally having all of the components of what the Walt Disney company was composed of before anything was created he had comics apparel what disney world film he had everything already tied and how it was all tied together every great leader puts themselves into that amazing future their disneyland if you are not someone who is spending time in your organization consciously thinking about it but then also sharing that with the organization that is huge from a psychological level people need to see where we're going tomorrow is bigger than we, where we are today. The second thing that I had was leveraging the collective. Great leaders understand that people on a, on a, on a priming level, on a neurological level, are literally wired for community. It took me a second, so I apologize. Great leaders understand that they must curate their organizations to be stewards of their people and build great communities. Now, one of the greatest at this um, is the late great Tony Shea. Now, Tony was the one of the f- founders of Zappos, and most recently was a curator of literally a community in Las Vegas. He really he literally regentrified an entire organiza- an entire part of a downtrodden town of Vegas. And one of the things that Tony realized was that random interactions between people created community. He was so diligent with this that he intentionally would craft the types of tables in the cafeteria. He would intentionally figure out how far the tables need to be spaced apart for random interactions. He was scientific and he re- he believed that a great CEO is like the curator of a greenhouse. Great founders are able to create this community almost on a scientific level where people leverage one another to love their work, the work they do, but also stay a lot of other great founders that I've seen take philanthropy into their cause or have an extremely important why at the center of their organization and great founders understand the psychology and leverage it. The third thing I had was detachment from results. Now, when we probably think about the world's greatest founders, we probably think about people who are calm in the eye of the storm. They make so much money that why would they even care if they lost anything? I really believe that when you focus on not only the wealthiest people that's ever lived, but also the greatest leaders we've ever had, they are ultimately detached from the results because they understand you need to focus on your inputs, the things that you can control, but you have to be a sense of calm. And just from a quantum physics perspective, the greatest leaders are the ones that don't change when the tides do. They are the ones that are the rocks of organizations. and if you're someone who's aspiring to be like this, it's really critical to figure out how can I detach myself from the financial side of this business while ultimately being a fierce competitor like Michael Jordan. I find that the greatest founders I've ever seen and worked with have this detachment. Speed. Speed's an obvious one, but the greatest founders create cultures that are focused on speed. Now, Amazon was a pioneer of, you know, same day delivery, 24 hour delivery, two day delivery. And the list goes on. Alex Formozzi is known for waking up really early and getting four to eight hours of work in before most people get even start their day. Great founders work with speed and they focus on the right things. They get things done fast and they build those cultures in their company, right? If you are someone who is not enacting with this and is not reverse engineering your success and then putting the time in early on, you can never expect to be elite. Practice leaders. Great leaders are practice leaders. And what I mean by this is uh, I never saw someone that was elite that would tell me something to do that they weren't willing to do themselves. And I think that's a simple one. But if the greatest leaders are encouraging you to be learners, they are also learners. If they're telling you to focus on the details, they also focus on the details. I think our society is so convoluted with gurus and thought leaders that we've been disassociated with the people that are the real change makers, which are the practice leaders, and those are the ones that are the greatest leaders. So those are my five traits. Vision, leveraging the collective, detachment from results, speed, and practice leaders. Let's go into the five principles. Now, for five principles, I had first and foremost customer obsession. I mentioned Amazon already, but Amazon, it's Jeff Bezos, pioneered the term customer obsession. He realized that if they just focus on the customer rather than focusing on the marketplace, if they focus on what their customer needs, they focus on how their customer could have a better experience, how they could really build the best customer-focused company in the world, that they would change the world. And that's exactly what they did. And I found that there's been like an onslaught of people that have followed his lead by focusing on the same thing. Customer obsession wins. Don't focus on, on your competitors, focus on your customers. If someone is focusing on what you're doing, they're always five steps behind. And a lot of guys like myself who come out and build great offers, they have people that will ultimately copy them. They'll never be them because they're focusing on you while you're focusing on the person that matters, which is the customer. You will always win. Radical candor. You will never find a great leader that isn't willing to be radically honest with you because every great leader knows that honesty in feedback is the greatest gift you can give someone. Now, I think we could all think of, Founders and leaders and managers who have given us fantastic life lessons. But the radical candor that the greatest leaders lead with is what changes how we do business. I'll combine this with the next point I'm going to make, which is insistence on high standards. But the founder of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, is known for having such blunt candor and insistence on high details where high standards were holes. He would send coders and copywriters at the early days of facebook little notes saying hey you missed a comma here you did this wrong let's watch out for this period or this grammatical error and an insistent on high standards but willing to be just completely transparent hey you're not cutting it or you're doing great is what people need to hear and for insistence on high standards the most elite performers in the world like a michael jordan have unreasonable high standards and sometimes my team feels this because when we are unable to create an unequivocal standard we create a bar that will always be met because there's something called the drift when you start at the top of the organization and go down each level the standard drops a little so as a founder it needs to be extremely high one quick story of this when i was a manager in denver i worked for a guy called by the name of dave castillo unbelievable leader this guy was like black ops like navy seal shit He was insane. Um, And I remember when I was performing on that shift as um, I I was running the inbound team, he was my direct manager. I was the best in the country at what I was doing. And he came to me and said, we're not doing good enough. You are getting complacent. We need to perform 25% better than we are today. Dave, that's fucking crazy. I'm literally the best in the country. It's like, I don't care. And I will never be satisfied until I believe that you are doing everything to always be the best that you can be, not what anyone else is. High standards. Leaders have crazy high standards. And that was one of the most impactful conversations I've ever had in my professional career. Ownership. Leaders insist that everyone owns their business. And the greatest businesses have this insistence where they are driving entrepreneurialness or ownership within their business. And Google was, you know, known and is known for giving their team members a percentage of their work week available back to them to focus on an idea or a project that will make their business better. That's owning their business and that's ingenuity within their business to enable them to perform. And Speaking of Google, one of the greatest stories ever is how Google won the search war or the search race. Google knew if they can build great ads and Google search, they will become a dominant bohemia. Early before they had been the, the number one player, they didn't figure out the algorithm and how to actually build ads that based on keyword search would be appropriate. An example here is if you search dog food, you might not get a vet or you might not get the local dog store ad. Someone, I forgot who it was, but the person who saw that they were underperforming one day pulled an all-nighter and he was in SEO. He was in search engine optimization. He pulled an all-nighter, displayed so much ownership that he actually built the algorithm that enabled Google to win the search race and to become the company we know today. He didn't even own that department or that function. That's how much ownership Google had embedded, Larry Page had embedded in their business. And then the final one, infinite curiosity. The greatest leaders and the greatest founders are infinitely curious. They are always learning, and I think Bill Gates really embodies this. Where embodies this where he takes a full week, uh, a year, well, he'll go into a log cabin in the woods of Seattle and Washington, and he'll read nonstop for seven days. He is learning. He is focusing on the vision ahead. He's focusing on becoming better. They're sharpening the saw. The greatest leaders are always getting better. And you know Kobe Bryant once said in an interview that the average basketball player will get two sessions in, in a day, look at two trainings in, in a day. When Kobe was getting four, he was waking up at four, 3.00 AM to have a workout by four. And then a workout at eight, then a workout at two, then a workout at six. He was always sharpening his song, getting better. They were infinitely curious on how to get better studying the film for Kobe or reading for a week in the woods, like Bill Gates. Those are my top 10, five traits, five principles that the, best leaders in the world leverage their psychology to build the grace enterprises. Hey, agency owners. We at How to Scale an Agency Podcast know it's not easy to build an agency. You have to work your ass off to close deals and work on building the pipeline, onboard clients, and work on leads, and deal with scope creep, and contractors, and team members, and operations, and Within all of that, it's so easy to lose sight of why you are trying to build the agency in the first place. And at Eight Figure Agency, we help agency owners get themselves out of the operations and out of the day-to-day management so they can focus exclusively on building their dream business. If this is something that you need help with, you need help getting out of the operations, and you need help getting past the seven or multi-seven figure level, go to eightfigureagency.co. That's the number eight figureagency.co where you can work with me jordan ross on helping scale your agency to that next level and at a very minimum we'll give you a free agency audit to help you understand where you are missing the mark in your agency and business